Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast, your one-stop shop for up-leveling your life. My name is Abigail Lang, and I am a full-time student, content creator, freelance video editor, writer, and motivational speaker. I'm here to help you grow into the life you've always wanted to have, so let's get real on how to do so. Hey everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast. In this episode, I really want to talk about a tool that I've been using a lot within the past week or so, and it's totally a game changer. So I've been reading this book called The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, and it's not actually a book. I think it's actually only available on Audible, but it is a really good book, and it basically teaches you all about this five-second rule, which is a tool that you can use to beat procrastination. And it sounds so simple, and you know, either you're going to get it or you're not going to get it after the episode. It all depends on whether you implement it or not. Because I know that sometimes when tricks sound that easy, you think, well, how can they work that well if they're literally that easy? But in this case, the five-second rule is actually really helping me beat procrastination. And it's the idea that whenever you catch yourself procrastinating or you know that you should be doing something else, you just count down from five and then you start doing whatever it is that you need to do. And I have made reels about this before, but I don't think that I ever really understood how important it was until I listened to the book and started to implement it in my everyday life. So that is why I wanted to create this episode to share it with you guys, because I just have to rave about it because I catch myself now all the time doing really lazy things, and I'm always able to use the rule to kind of snap out of my laziness and get to work. And it has helped tremendously also with building courage in social situations and getting things done that normally I would just push off to a later date. Like, for example, today I wanted to read a chapter of my book and write an email. And with the email, I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't really need to write it right now because I could always just write it when I get home from school. But because of the five-second rule, I just counted down from five, and then I got the email out of the way, and then I still didn't want to read my book chapter because I was being lazy and apathetic, but I did the five-second rule again, and I read my book chapter and took notes on it. And it's like, this rule is an incredible way to override your feelings, because it's actually horrific, the fact that a self-improvement guru struggles with laziness, but I think that everyone at the end of the day, no matter how talented or motivated you are, eventually has those moments where, like, They know that they need to get something done, but they just don't want to do it. And it really does not matter how successful you are. We all struggle with the same desire to be lazy because it's just basically baked in our DNA that we want to take the easy route whenever it's possible. And unfortunately, phones have made it all too easy to do it because if we have a task in front of us, like reading the book chapter or writing the email, but we also have our phone in front of us, it's a lot easier to just still do something, but just pick the easier option by scrolling on our phones. 
because that way we don't feel totally lazy because we're doing something, right? But we're just not doing the right thing. And the five-second rule has really helped me kind of override those natural impulses to do the easier thing. And I catch myself doing it all the time. This week, for example, for some reason, I struggled to get out of bed on time, which I think is because I've shifted my wake-up time 30 minutes earlier. I normally wake up at 5 a.m., but this week, I started waking up at 4.30 because it's just what works best with my workout schedule, with my training for the marathon and my morning group workout classes, I really do have to wake up that early to get there on time or to get to the gym before it gets crowded or to get my run in with ample time to prepare for school. So waking up early is really the only option that I have if I want to do everything that I want to do in the mornings before school. And that's kind of a struggle sometimes because I'm still getting used to going to bed early, so this week I've been pretty much completely zapped of energy and sleep-deprived because I'm still shifting my bedtime to 8.30. And I'm pretty sure a study came out that said you're only supposed to shift your bedtime in 30-minute increments every night, otherwise it's usually not effective and you'll struggle to fall asleep. So my bedtime started off at 11.30, I think gosh, maybe four or five days ago. So I'm still whittling down to 8.30, but that means in the meantime, I have to go to sleep late and still wake up at 4.30. So it's been a rough week for me in terms of energy and motivation, but the five-second rule has helped tremendously with getting into action, even when I really want to do nothing other than just sleep and goof off because I'm so tired. It's really, really helpful, and I want you to give it a try. That's why I made this episode, because I know that just even, like, having the exposure to the title of the episode might cause you to use it. And if you listen to the episode like you are right now, then, of course, naturally, you're way more likely to implement it and see all the great changes that happen when you give the five-second rule a try. Now, I would say the book itself is very repetitive. It more so just drives in how useful the rule is, but you don't really need to know much other than the fact that you just count down from five, and then, you know, your brain automatically wants to do, because it activates the prefrontal cortex when we reach the end of that countdown, and then we're wired to spring into action. So it really is an amazing hack that you can use on your brain to get moving. Now, I would say it's not only important for not procrastinating, but it's also important for stopping bad habits. Like, oh, this is so shameful, but I've had a really bad habit of picking up my phone whenever I know that I want to read. And I don't know why I do it. I guess it's some form of self-sabotage because... um, Oh, I'm forgetting the name of the book. There's this book about the happiness upper limit. I wish I remembered what it was called, but it's the idea that we are so used to whatever level of happiness we have right now that whenever we try to take steps to improve our level of happiness, like by working out or talking to someone new or eating healthy, our brain tries to automatically get us to self-sabotage to keep us at our baseline happiness level because 
we always are geared to want to stay where we are right now because that's what's comfortable. Even if being more happy would make you more comfortable, your brain doesn't know it yet because you're so used to the happiness level that you're at right now. So your brain will generate resistance in the form of like not wanting to do something productive or self-sabotaging by doing something unproductive in order to keep you at the happiness level that you're at right now that it perceives as comfortable because it really has no way of knowing that doing the productive thing will make you more comfortable because it's just going off of what it knows. So I've kind of been self-sabotaging when it comes to building really good habits and I've just had this aching desire for the past few months to read more because I have so many books on my reading list that I want to read. I actually have like over 300. It's kind of shameful. I read about 20 books at a time because I love cycling through books depending on what mood I'm in. So I really am trying to cut down on the number of books I read at once and actually finish all the books that I'm reading. So I naturally want to read more. But I've really struggled with actually sitting down to read even when I do have the opportunity. And I find that quite alarming because I know without a shadow of a doubt that reading is a way better activity to engage in than being on my phone. But for whatever reason, I still don't want to do it, even though I know that I would 100% enjoy it way more than scrolling on my phone. So I hope that makes you feel better because I definitely struggle with kind of overcoming my mental resistance just as much as the average person. I mean, even with something as simple as reading, you can really develop a lot of mental resistance to it, even if there are a million reasons why it's good for you and no reasons why it's bad for you. It is so hard to explain why our brains operate in that way. Maybe we're just addicted to dopamine, or maybe in this case, it's self-sabotage to keep us in that comfortable happiness limit. But what I do know is that the five-second rule totally overrides those feelings telling me to just pick up my phone and do the easier option. I just count down from five, and then I just pick up a book, or I open the Kindle app on my phone, or I open the Audible app, and all I have to do is start. And I have so much resistance to it, it really does alarm me, as I said, but every time I do it, I'm always so glad that I use the five-second rule because I end up enjoying listening to my audiobook or reading a chapter, and I feel so much better afterwards than I do when I scroll on my phone. So this five-second rule can be used for literally anything, and whenever you catch yourself slacking off, like the other day, well, actually the past week, I've been trying to deep clean my room. I was actually supposed to finish the job before school started because I wanted to start my senior year with a clean room, right? But I kept procrastinating for some reason, and I don't know why. I was productively procrastinating by working on other projects, but my main goal was to get my room cleaned, and I had no idea why I kept procrastinating on it. So it's been like the longest room cleaning process ever because of procrastination, but I have started using the five-second rule with it, and now my room is halfway to getting clean. Now, I will say it was never really dirty, 
but I just wanted to completely deep clean it. Like I wanted to go through all of my clothes, fold them, donate anything that I didn't need, you know, like really, really deep clean, go through all my belongings, give away stuff, which is why it's been such a long process because cleaning my room, it never really gets that dirty. It takes like an hour max if I do it every week to really get it sparkling clean. But this time I wanted to go above and beyond and just actually take care of all the clutter and get rid of possessions I don't want. So it's taken such a long time. And sometimes it's been really discouraging because it's like no matter how many hours I put into cleaning and organizing, there's always more stuff that I have to sort through. And I'm always tempted to just say, hey, you know, I'll get to it later. But I'm literally going to be moving to another state for college in a year. And I don't know when else I'm going to get around to like really cleaning out my room. So the other day, I was taking a break from cleaning my room. I had been folding and sorting clothes all day. It was the most exhausting process because I'm OCD. And instead of just like putting away my clothes like a normal person, I started sorting all of my clothes into seasons. So like all of my shirts and pants and you know, like belts, everything like that. For some reason, I just sorted it into whatever season I felt like I should wear it in. So that took a really long time. It added probably like a few hours to my cleaning time. And then I decided that beyond that, I was going to color code everything within each season of clothes. So I started color coding all of my summer clothes, my fall clothes, winter, spring, and it just got out of hand because as I said, I'm very OCD and I'm really a perfectionist when it comes to things like that. So I've really made this cleaning process take way longer than it needs to. But at the same time, I am very satisfied with the fact that I can walk into my closet and like all the clothes that are on the top shelf I know are only for summer. So it's really easy to pick out an outfit in the mornings because I know exactly what I should be wearing for each season. And it's all color-coded, which is really nice, but it did take a really long time. I'm actually going to finish cleaning my room once and for all after I record this podcast episode, so I'll be glad to have the job done. But I was lying on my bed taking a break, and I just realized that I had been scrolling on my phone for 20 minutes to try to take a quote-unquote mental break from cleaning, and I realized that there was just absolutely no point to it, because the longer that I just sat there and scrolled, the more and more I didn't want to go back to cleaning. So... Despite wanting to quit, I used the five-second rule and I actually got back up and started cleaning my room again. And I think that if I hadn't heard about the five-second rule, I probably would have stayed scrolling for like another 20 minutes at least. Because sometimes our brains are just so resistant that we'll do whatever it takes to avoid doing the hard work. But with a rule like the five-second rule, you can really override those impulses. So I hope that you guys can give it a try this week because it's definitely made a huge difference in how much I can get done, how good I feel about my productivity, and how good I feel about building habits. Because building habits and breaking bad ones has become a lot easier for me. So yeah, 
This episode was kind of on the shorter side, but I wanted to make sure that it got out, and I hope that you all have an incredible week. I really, as always, appreciate how many of you listen to the podcast every week and send me sweet messages. It really does mean the world to me, so thank you. I hope you have an incredible week, and I'll see you in the next week's episode.